This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip and you'll be on your way. With Meg and Batoon on Friday. In a world. In a world. <clears throat> in a world. Yep. <clears throat> when I was in middle school, I had this guy do that on my voice machine. He was like, in a world where Megan doesn't answer her phone. Wait, why did you just go up Leave in a your pitch? You just went, you, you go I, down in pitch. What you, you, you do my message well, you, then. Well, the theater, I'm saying the theater voice. Yes. But you went up in your pitch. I you said, went, in a world. No, I said, in a world. No, <laughs> we, we, we recorded it. We can go back. And- <laughs> we'll play it back. You um, do your best theater voice. I can't do it right now. In a world. Does it? Sounds like you can do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you were waiting for us to ask you to do it. Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon. I don't break 100 when I go bowling, so that's why I have a friend here to help me help you. Chester C. Why did you say you don't break 100 in bowling? Because I don't. That's just a part of your intro? Because I know you're an amazing bowler. It's been a while. (laughs) You break like 300. (laughs) I'm I'm not. I break 300. Can you? I don't. If anyone could, it would be you. Well, you know, it'd be cheating. I don't think you... Don't you have, like, a your own an ball? extra pin in there. What? You have your own ball. I do. I, I have four or five bowling balls. It is true. It's <laughs> too many. It is probably too many. When's the last time you went bowling? Oh, like a year ago. I, I don't... I, it's <laughs> this not morning. Chester's a musician and also the only person I've ever done a two-person escape room with. What? Oh, that is right. What, which one did we do? Did we, we do did, uh, I don't know. We also, like, had a cocktail before, so it was not our best moment. But it was called, like, One Way Ticket... And, oh, it was when the guy, oh yeah we started, and then the guy was like, hey, stop doing the escape room, like, t- <laughs> yes. 15 minutes in, and then we were like, why? I just remember, <laughs> you're like, what, okay, so look on the, uh, in the other room, and there's a picture of some bowling <laughs> balls, and uh, just tell me, tell me the, <laughs> the in colors. order, the colors that you see, and I was like, yeah, okay, there's one that's red, there's another one that's less red, less red. <laughs> and, but it's also red. It's a lesser red. It was like pink. I was like, like lighter. No, no. Is there purple just less or something? Red. <laughs> we didn't get out. Just to no, let everyone know. We did. No, yeah, that's right. We, we technically got out, but we asked like seven million hints. Um, did I miss anything? Is there anything else that the audience should know? <laughs> Obviously, you do a million other things. Bowling music. Sing it a note. La. <laughs> So you can tell that he's a musician. Uh, People send in questions, and we try our best to answer them and help them out of their sticky situations. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's see if we can help. All right. Advice time. Lately, I've been trying to change my lifestyle around to pick up better and healthier habits. However, it seems as though there are not enough hours in a day to get everything done. I work a graveyard shift, 
2 a.m. to 10 a.m., so creating a daily routine has been a bit difficult since my sleep schedule is not regular. Just like you. You have a irregular sleep schedule, mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. I can't even keep up with a wake-up routine because there are days while I'm functioning off of power naps alone. My question is, how do you think I can pick up healthy habits such as starting a new skincare routine or working out or even just finding time to cook at home when I'm always focused on trying to get enough rest for work that night? From Amateur in Adulthood. All right. Can I just point everyone to books instead? Sure. Um, Because I don't think I should be giving any advice (laughs) to anyone. But I, you know what? One of my favorite quotes uh, by Isaac Newton, and um, he's arguably the smartest human being to ever walk the planet. You know? Okay. That's, you can get into debate about that, if, I think. You can um, get into debate about anything. But, well, I mean, I mean, like, I think that there's enough consensus around him being at sure. least one of the smartest human beings to walk the planet that we know of. Anyway, so uh, one of the things he said, and I'm not doing it verbatim, but um, if I can see farther than you, it's because I've, uh, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. Uh, something along those lines. Essentially saying that, you know, uh, you know, other people have already. Th- figured a lot of this stuff out mm-hmm. um and so uh you know you look you look to them <laughs> before you try to figure stuff out on your own which i guess is what she's she's asking for advice but there are people that have specialized in some of this stuff there's are a great sure? book called power of habit for in, in oh yeah um, that's really great for so the, the yellow cover it is a yellow cover yes i see it at the airport all the time do we have the exact quote yeah um, the exact quote is, if I've seen further, it is only by standing on the shoulders of giants. That was verbatim. That's pretty close. That's pretty, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bulls 300 <laughs> does verbatim quotes. Uh, yeah, I definitely think creating uh, anything you can glean off of what other people have already done. But speaking specifically, have you ever had a, a weird job like that that has you irregular hours? Yeah, I mean, well, you know... for. For what we've been doing, yeah. the entertainment industry and the way that we've been doing, it's always been a little off. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's ho- that's a tough. Sick. That's a tough one for me. Do you have any good advice around that one? Gosh, I mean, well, the, I eat like my diet revolves around how crazy my life is. So, like right now, I'm eating so terribly because everything is up in the air and I don't have like specific things but when I kind of have a routine when I know that like I'm going to wake up at 7.30 every day I'm going to go to Pilates and then I'm going to do this and I structure my day like that then I'm able to eat a little bit better so I think that it goes like this. I don't know if you're like me, but when I when my life is in shambles, all of my clothes are everywhere. I have tissues and makeup lying everywhere. But when I like know that I'm going to feel better about myself and like kind of have all my stuff together, my house is immaculate. I feel great. I'm doing a skincare routine. Like I wake up and I'm happy. I'm not always just like, I don't know, I'm in a funk. I think well, it is, all there is, is a correlation. There is, um, there's something to be said about uh, keeping your place clean. I think there's a yeah. lot of people that subscribe to this thought that, you know, first of all, you, you, the place that you live in is supposed to have functionality, right? Like there's supposed mm-hmm. to be actual purpose with the way that things are set up. It's supposed to help you navigate your world. I think um, there's, a, there's a guy right now who, I guess he's controversial right now, but Jordan B. Peterson, he actually talks about one of the, one of the first things you should do is, is, is clean your room <gasps> and, and make sure you, that your room is, is set up so yeah. that it's, it's, it is designed to act to help you right. live the life that you, you're trying to live. So I guess there's that. But what, guess, what was her actual question, though? Like, How does she find time, or how does she make healthy habits when she doesn't have enough time to do anything because of her job and a weird sleeping schedule? Well, I guess 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. is when she's working. Mm-hmm. And then what you'll probably sleep from, like, 11 to 7 p.m. or something? I don't know, 6, 5? I don't know. How 
What? How does math work? <laughs> yeah, I wish she was asking. I wish it was more. I, I wish she was asking if she like about something specific. But she's just asking about how does she find more time? How how can she pick up healthy habits? I guess between the hours of after she wakes up, maybe like eight to one a.m. Just like in the night. <laughs> we're the worst. What kind of podcast is that? Just, just, we're just like I don't know. Maybe well, she like, does this. Or is it maybe what are like five things that you do every day that help you oh, yeah. eat healthier? Do you have any healthy habits? Uh, I mean, I go in waves of being a you know doing things well. Like you know, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And when yeah, when I am doing things, it's usually because things are very structured, right? So it's because I have I wake up at a specific time and and my oatmeal maker was set last night and it, you know right. and oatmeal is ready it's yeah it's very structured so it's like you're setting yourself up for success really past you is doing a good job for future you yeah, yeah so we'll clean your room it could be one one of them i think definitely if my room was consistently clean i think i would have a less stressful life sometimes <laughs> but i have to be less stressed in order to clean my room it's a whole thing <laughs> if i'm stressed I like it chaos. It's an embodiment. It's a visceral experience of my stress. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows it around me. <laughs> What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Weirdest job? I don't know. I've had so many jobs. I don't know. I was location assistant. Oh, it was a shirt. Well, I was a shirtless bartender at a Korean uh, bar <laughs> That's definitely the, a shirtless bartender in a Korean club? Yeah. You're not oh. even Korean. How was that not the first? If that's not the first <laughs> thing you said, how many weird jobs have you had? Yeah, what are three more that oh, are Oh, you know what? Comparable. I did Tame Lions. <laughs> but I, I don't know. That was a couple months ago. My shirt was on for that one, so I don't think that's even in the running. Yeah, that was a time. That was a time. One time I go-go danced. Oh, that's similar. But for me, what? like I'm wearing... 10 sweaters. <laughs> it's 100 <laughs> degrees outside. My, I remember I was 18, and it was like the best money that you could make as like that age. And it wasn't like, some people look down on it, but like as a hip hop dancer in Orlando, it was like everything that everyone did. It's not like we weren't naked. I was just wearing like a, a crop top and I mean, no one here shorts. was judging you. It sounds like you're <laughs> defending this. Well, I'm just painting a picture for everyone that may live in a place that doesn't have these things. So you're kind of like on a podium. And I'm like, I was like the hip hop night girl. So I was like doing arm waves and moonwalks and stuff. Like I wasn't sexy, which is probably why I don't work there anymore. But I guess that's the weirdest for me because everything else was like American Apparel or like I worked at American Apparel and American Eagle. Yeah, all right. I worked at every American clothing place that I, you there's could. There's probably more than those two. Name one more American Outpost. What's that? I don't know. I just made it up. But I, I'm assuming it exists somewhere in the world. I think that's a barbecue <laughs> store. I think it's a post office. They only ship to the continental U.S. Yeah, sounds right. What's the weirdest job you've ever had, Irene? Um, one time I was an assistant for this YouTuber. I'm who crying. <laughs> um, no, I, I worked at an... <laughs> oh, gosh. I worked in an underground uh, poker ring as the, like, massage girl. Why is there a massage girl for a poker ring? Because the guys get stressed. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I didn't do anything like sketchy. It was, I mean, it inherently was sketchy because it was illegal, but. Yeah, where but, is this going? It, but I, like, I met a lot of nice people and they were really chill and I made good money. Wow. I, but that, it was like a graveyard shift. I worked from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Oh, so, so wait, so why don't you answer this question? Because I wasn't healthy during the time of it <laughs> happening. <laughs> 
That's, I mean, that is hard. I, when I go to Denny's at like 3 a.m., I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl is so tired. One time I went to a Denny's and the girl was sleeping in a booth. And I was like, uh, I guess I just will get my own coffee because I don't want to wake her up. You got your own coffee at I a mean, Denny's? I wanted to, but I waited until she woke up on her own. <laughs> How long was that? I don't know. Maybe like 15 minutes. Oh my, what, what were you doing? Trying to get coffee. <laughs> oh, I see. I get it. Uh, I do need to go on a diet, though. But speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows. Have we answered her question? No. I don't think we have at all. I think we said clean your room, make a... Well, it's more than clean your room, uh, in my mind. It's more. It's um, it's set your, your room or your house up yeah. um, so that it works for you. It's, it's beyond just being clean. It's like feng shui for personal yeah, I think so. personalities. I, I have like a little sleeping area in my mind, right? So like I have it set up where like I have you know my, my sound machine right there. What's I on have, your sound machine? Let's just take rain, more... Just rain. Just rain. Just rain sounds. You know, <laughs> when uh, it is raining, do you still put it on? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I just leave it on. Wow. I, it's a habit now. Um, but, you know, I have that, and then I have, you know, I'll have, like, the Hue light set up if, when I'm when, right. to wake me up at a certain time, and then there's a oh, diffuser that I, you know, I, I can Oh, wow. So, you know, you it's, sleep it's, in luxury. But, it, but He sleeps yeah, at now wellness which you can, spa. Which everyone <laughs> can do with 20 bucks on Amazon. I mean, a diffuser for 10 bucks, a sound machine for five, you know, and so whatever. But... But yeah. you light for 150. Okay, I, I stopped. I didn't add that one because I realized I was lying on the price. You're right. Um, but you know, it's got function, right? There's, it's just trying to optimize, you know, what that is supposed to be. You know, yeah. it's supposed to be to help me sleep and help me get up and and do that as best I can. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea, especially if she has to try and fall asleep at 11 a.m. Well, she probably has like blackout curtains and that eye mask thing. It it might help also to just like. It's going to be so hard to jump into, like, meal prep and, like, only eat ground turkey and spinach. Like, if you just make, like, a good, healthy lunch, like, a turkey sandwich and some carrot sticks. Like, I feel like that would probably... Because it yeah. sounds like you might work in a food industry type place just with this shift. So, like... What food place is open at four? Oh, I guess Denny's. <laughs> I stand corrected. It's, answer it's the girl. Question. It's that girl. <gasps> can you imagine? I'm like, can She's I still like, have my coffee? I remember... <laughs> Oh, I know. She remembers when she was sleeping, yeah. <laughs> what was happening in real life. Mm -hmm. So she can't even keep up with a wake-up routine because she's functioning off of power naps alone. I mean, I think what Chester said is a great idea. Having a, like a sleep system would be really helpful. If she's trying to stay healthy, what are your tips on staying healthy? Like, what do, If you're on a diet, what's the best tasting food you can eat that's still healthy? Like me, it's pork rinds because it's zero carbs. Even though it's super high in sodium, I like eating uh, pork rinds with avocado. See, I think that if you're trying to be healthy, it's better. To, like, you don't really think of it as a diet. You sort of create a lifestyle where you're not well, yeah. going back and forth from, you know, certain types of food. And then because that becomes a roller coaster for a lot of people. So, I think you just yes. have to decide. Like some of my, people, some of my friends that have, have sort of just maintained a very healthy lifestyle, it's because they just don't eat certain right. foods. And, you know, they just maintain a certain lifestyle. Of, of, there's a nutrition guideline that they have themselves everybody's body's a little bit different everyone operates a little bit differently and so i sometimes i hate giving workout advice and and, and nutrition advice because right i guess it's different for everyone but if if i gave one workout or health tip would be like just cut out something that you know is bad for you whatever doesn't work for your body but for me if i was like i need to shred and 
three months. So, but we're not asking about. She's asking about health. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I've misinterpreted the Her question. Graveyard shift is a Victoria's Secret mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. I mean, I think something that could work for everybody would just be drink more water. Ooh, that's I, good. When I wake up, I drink like two cups of water, just that's so I feel really like good. full and my body starts. I, I don't drink coffee. It hurts my tummy. I haven't drank a glass of water in eight months. Will Smith uh, says, um, "I love every a Will day, Smith quote." <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna keep standing on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> Um, Will Smith says, uh, do one thing for your brain and one thing for your body every day. So like, like read and ride. Like every read, day. Yeah. I forget the way he worded it. That's great. There was a little, it was, there was some rhetoric involved. I forget what it was. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know, read it, like try to read a, read a book or read some of a book each day and mm-hmm. ride a bike or something along those That's lines. That's you know, great. Like, do some movement each day. Yeah. I like that because you're exercising your mind and your body mm-hmm. and then you don't feel... <laughs> I like to take the subtext and make it like I just thought of it. (laughs) I think we did give good advice on this. Mm -hmm. Contrary to your belief that we didn't help her. All right. Best of luck. The Will Smith quote is, you have to every single day, mind, body, and spirit, wake up with a commitment to be better. Is that it? No. (laughs) Cut that out. He's got a lot of great quotes, though. But, I mean, that's a fantastic. I mean, I'm on 28greatinspirationalwillsmithquotes.com. Wow. What a niche site. (laughs) That I'm sure gets a lot of action. Uh, do you want to help another person? Yeah, I, I think now that now that we're what 20 minutes into the thing, I, I think I'm starting to wake up now. <laughs> That's good. Just so everyone knows, I knocked on Chester's house at 2 a.m. and now we're recording, <laughs> so there's a reason why he's tired. <laughs> I am a 19 year old male, and I can't get into dating girls. Been there. 19 or dating girls. Oh, I said been there too fast. What was that second part? I just meant <laughs> I've been a 19-year-old male. What, what was the second one? And I can't get into dating girls. I don't have many friends, but I do go out to parties or bars every once in a while. I don't consider myself unattractive. I am 6'2", and I'm in a decent physical shape, and I often get compliments about my appearance. I am pretty shy, but I don't have self-esteem problems. Am I supposed to go out of my way to meet girls, or is it something that just happens? From... Lonely Calibri. Oh, okay. Which is a bird? What? Is it a, 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 a Calibri? It's a hummingbird. A Calibri is a hummingbird. Oh. Lonely hummingbird. The more you know. All right, so what? Uh, he's 19 year old. He's 19 years old and apparently very attractive. It, it sounds like it sounds like he's got some confidence. He's a good looking guy. He's got the, some uh, some height advantage going for him. What what was the problem? He just has a hard time getting into girls? Like. I, but, Sounds like he's had a hard time talking to girls. Yeah, I, I guess he's, he doesn't know if he's supposed to go out of his way or if they like are flocking to him. <laughs> Which means that, I mean, given your description, it seems like girls should be flocking to you. But yeah, I mean, you got to try. Yeah, I mean, I, the quick response is no. Yeah, go up to any girl that you have any sort of feeling like you want to go up to or go up to. I, is that? He says he's pretty shy. So I think that's the he main. He contradicts himself all over that thing. <laughs> I'm kind of shy, but I also have no problem talking to people. Didn't he say something like that? He said um, he doesn't have self-esteem problems. What do you do if you see a, a an attractive girl in a bar? What would you do? Yeah, I don't know. I've always just sort of gone up to girls. But, like, how do you go up to women? Like, do you say re- something? Do you have an opener? I, you know, I think you have to be okay with failing, for one, and just kind of take that in. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I've always enjoyed flirting. So, yeah. <sighs> I actually, I've, I've, done, I've literally used this, this. I guess I can call it a line. Sure. It's so cheesy and so bad, but 
it has a hundred percent. It had a hundred percent return rate. <gasps> Tell it to but us. But I've only done it like three times. I've only done it once. Tell us. It started feeling really cheesy the third because like you know, I was like I'm reusing this thing. No one knows. Tell um, us and we'll tell you if we would continue yeah, to talk to you. I think. Are I, we at a bar? Are we in a bar? We're in a bar, right? Where did um, this happen for you? Yeah. Um. One, the, the, one, thinking of right now is uh, she was actually the waitress. Okay. All right. Tell us. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna no. close my eyes. First of all, we're setting. You know, you said you kind of set the rope. Okay. There's a. There. You know. There's a. Um, Say it, Justin. God damn it! It's become so clear to me that this never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like you know, you've already sort of had you know some conversations throughout the okay, day. Sure. So yeah, so that's already kind of um, set the tone. So but it's not the first. It's thing not the first you thing. Say. You say. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was trying to get. At. I was trying to think of a okay. certain word I couldn't. Do, Interesting. Couldn't anyway, um, yeah, I, I would go. I would say. Uh, God, it's so cheesy. He's I blushing saying, right now. Because I'm just trying. I'm trying to make sure I say this right too. Because there's a there's a it's a whole thing. It's like a sequence. Like oh you go, God. I would go. Uh, yeah, what are they? Do you like films? Like the you know films. Sure. Uh, she'd be like, like movies. Like yes. Like yeah, me too. I'm like, what? That's crazy. I I, I love movies, which is such it's a stupid thing because every sure. who doesn't like movies, right? So that's yeah, this, movie anti movie goers. Yeah, and then and then uh, and then I would say, um, oh, that's cool. And then we were just, so where do you live in the area? And of course she lives in the area because she's working here, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? I also live in this area. Okay. Right? And then uh, she's, I think she'll start to pick up. This is r- ridiculous. But like, this is going to sound so crazy. But there's a place not far from here that actually shows these um, films, these movies on this huge screen. We should totally go check them Aww, out. Um, so cute. And <laughs> I would do now, it. Here's what I've realized, though. I've always... I was, trying, I was saying this with one of my buddies like the other day, actually, because he was at, he asked a very similar question. I was like, a lot of it doesn't really matter. Like the the joke or the the pickup line. There's a spectrum of like cheese. I think that you can sort of you can you can get away with. It's how you say it, right? It's yeah. You can really pick up on the intentions, and you know, if the guy's being a sleaze ball, there's it comes off a certain way. But be a cheese ball, not a sleaze ball. Yeah, is what you're yeah, saying. yeah. If it's lighthearted and fun, and and it's 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 not you know you're not coming off like yeah. aggressive. I know there's, there's it's hard to explain, but I mean I get it. I could definitely. I have a very sensitive gauge for creepy or gentlemanly. Yeah, like if I was like, well, there's a place. <laughs> on the street. He has not broken yeah. eye contact with me, just so you know. Well, I think you could also argue, like, just like what you're saying, Chester, like, when somebody comes up to you, you kind of know if you're going to want to talk to them or not. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, if you get the vibe that she's not down more or less in the first, like, 10 seconds. Keep going at it. Just the entire <laughs> night. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Just, you read my mind. Don't no. let that, her that out is, of That's your what you're going to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> Follow her. Wherever she goes. <laughs> Am I supposed to go out of my way to meet girls? I mean, the answer I think is yes. Even though you're shy, you're never gonna score if what's the quote? No. Score. <laughs> I mean, Even if you're shy, you're never gonna bone her. <laughs> no, I mean, what's the 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 quote that Michael Scott quotes in the office? Oh, you, you, you miss a hundred. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you miss a hundred. Uh, you miss a hundred. Hundred percent of the shots you don't. You don't take. take. Yeah, which is how you know that I'm a millennial. That I go. Michael Scott quoted Michael Scott <laughs> <laughs> on a Wayne Gretzky quote. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, but just um, go up to her. Yeah. The short answer is yes. So, just start going up and meeting people. I mean, yeah. One, you know, it's funny. It's one of the struggles I've had in just meeting anyone uh, of recent is I don't go out, right? So yeah, same. Um, you got to put in some. Like, I don't have a job. I haven't had a job necessarily in a long time that really puts me in social settings. So yeah, 
um, for me to meet anyone, it's like, who am I kidding? If I'm just sitting at home, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. are they gonna, are they gonna knock on my door? You know, it's not it's like trick or treating for dates. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah, I mean, he's already going out, so that's good. That's step one. The second step is just to go up to people that you want that you find interesting and maybe like compliment something. I think a compliment opens up a very good door. Well, mm-hmm. you and I have had this conversation before, Megan, where it's like there's a there's kind of a things that are okay to compliment and things that aren't the best to compliment. Oh, so like yeah. what do you think those are? I mean, don't talk about like any of my physical attributes that are neck down. Do not talk about food with Megan or what she is eating. <gasps> don't. If you do that, you are never going to get that's anywhere with Megan. Such a good piece of advice. Well, that well, that's a specific one. <laughs> For you. For me. There are people that are like, oh, yeah, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of insecure or highly insecure about like when people are watching me eat or like saying like, dang, you can really put it away. It's like, I'm hungry. And this is how I yeah. exist. So, okay. So actually, um, here's one of the giant's, uh, giant shoulders to stand on. Okay. What, what, Dale Carnegie, right? Uh, how to win friends and influence people. It's sort of yes, the- book. Now, I, yeah, the simple basics of how to win friends and, that you get from how to win friends and influence people. By the way, if you haven't heard of that book, anyone listening should read that book. It's one of those. I haven't read it, but I see it all the time. Oh, you haven't read well, and it's no, reference every book afterwards references it. Uh, it's sort of like the mothership of you know just from a psych- psychology standpoint, understanding understanding mm. behavior and people and and what. Yeah, there, there's just all these really great tips and each chapter it sort of breaks it down and it's like in a nutshell and takes like little little things like like um, the importance of a name you know someone's name is really really important to them it's one of the more beautiful yeah. sounds that they think of um smiling obviously asking finding out what someone's interests are and you know making that the conversation because people open up when you bring you know when you you get into their world things that they love to talk about mm-hmm. figure out what that is let them do the talking uh, there's really really great information um uh, from that book so yeah that's where i would send you that's great advice. I'm going to read that book. I mean, I read a book that was very similar to that. I think it was like how to talk to anyone or like the art of small talk or something like that. And like you said, it is probably based off of that book. That book seems like it was like maybe the first of its kind. But yeah, it's all the same principles. Mm-hmm. I think the name thing is really interesting. I remember when I first met one of my friends, he would always ask like, how has your week been, Megan? Or like, mm-hmm. so Megan, where are you from originally? It's always like, if you say the name, it like init- it makes people like jump into like I'm sure. compelled to you and it's also a great pickup line yeah What's your name that's you know, great that's a good one right because everyone knows that <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been approached in a bar to be honest if I'm at a bar by myself and there's two chairs on both sides of me and I'm drinking a gin and tonic mm-hmm. what do you say um I'd come up to you I would grab your drink I would I would throw it in the trash <gasps> and then uh then I would say to you um no, 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 no. You're driving me home. You can't be <gasps> drinking right now. Whoa! Just kidding. I think that's from a movie. Ryan Reynolds did it, I think, in a movie. <laughs> and when, when Ryan Reynolds does it, it's always sexy. <laughs> yes, Ryan Reynolds doing anything. Yeah. That's a good one. No, don't, don't, get, don't tell anyone to do that in a bar. No, I mean, I, I would be like, what? I mean, it's a good one, but I probably wouldn't receive it well. Is there a tip for this guy other than just like go up and try and make small talk with this person? You, want, you know another trick that uh, worked really well for my friend? But again, it's a whole sequence of things. I would love to know. So one of my friends, uh, very, very socially awkward. Very socially awkward guy. Like, um, 
he's just not going to walk up to people. So my other friend, like very, very outgoing and to talk to anyone. And he started, he started coming up with all these like ways to talk to girls in bars. One of the things he said he would do was, he, you know, when he'd see, he'd wait till he sees a, a group of girls taking a photo and he would, he would <gasps> jump in and he would say, hey, would you like me to take the photo for you? And that Amazing. was like a great opportunity for him to get in. And first thing he said he would do is he'd start directing them, right? Like, yeah. Like being in control kind of thing. And he, and we just like put them in a certain, like, no, 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 move over to the left. Like take, you know, take on that kind of role of, you know, I'm directing this whole thing. And then he would, uh, and then he would just start taking photos of himself, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they would, someone would probably say something and he'd be like, all right, calm down, calm down, right? Like, uh, and then he would take a photo and then he'd be like, whose camera is this? Uh, uh, you only get it back if I get to take one prom pic with you. You know, and he's, you know, when you're like holding the, yes. from behind, he's like, I'll give it back if you let me take one prom pic with you. That's cute. And then so, and he's like in the group now at that point. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. like sort of placed himself in their little community, whatever. And then he's, he's he talks about how like he's engaged physically or whatever. I, I think he did read the book, The Game or whatever it was probably. But <laughs> Sounds the, like he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but he, anyways, the reason I'm telling this, this part of the story, because the, the funny part of this, so my friend that was socially awkward, I remember this one night, he wanted to try this, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he saw a group of girls in that scenario. And so he walked up and he was like, hey, do you, could I take the photo for you? And I go, oh, sure, great. And he didn't remember, you know, exactly <laughs> what to do. And not that it, you have to do it by the book, but there's, you know, there's, there's elements there that matter. Anyway, so he just starts taking photos of himself, right? Uh-huh. And then he, he doesn't know it. And then he just hands the camera back. Oh, no! Because he doesn't know what else. He just, he just forgets, like, what he was supposed to do in that situation. So essentially, these girls are like, I don't know, this guy came up, took our camera, <laughs> just took a bunch of photos of themselves, handed it back. <laughs> And, and it wasn't like he was like laughing, smiling. He just like very seriously handed it back and just walked away. You know? So I want to know what the conversation was in that, that girl. It's so crazy. So do the first one, not the second one, if you uh, if you're gonna try it out. Yeah. A and if bird. you do the second one, let's see if I can figure out a way to like save it. If you forget everything else and you take pictures of yourself, maybe like give it back to them and be like, "Can you text me those? I need a new headshot." And then at least you have her number. It's very LA. Yeah, but again, that that's. 100% depending on how you say it. Yeah. Because if you say that with too much sincerity, that you just now just digging a hole. Yeah. Like, this weirdo will not leave us alone. And now we have his headshots. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break while Chester gives us a secret tidbit of advice you can find on meganbatoon.com slash podcast, and we'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Chester, are you ready to continue helping others? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sing for me. Sing. Uh, I can't sing. Sing for me. Uh. There it is. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Three of my best friends have started to hang out with each other way more often and have been leaving me out. One of them acts completely different when she is around me, and I just don't know what to do. I would hate to destroy all of these friendships that we all have had since we were babies. But at the same time, I realize that we're all falling apart. I just don't know what to do. From lonely and depressed. God, everyone's lonely. All right. Go back to one part. Uh, she said, what about the one specific girl? She said, One of them acts completely different when she's around me, mm-hmm, yeah. and I don't know what to do. I like when you were, when you were reading it. I thought she was going to say, I don't want to have to go ahead and destroy these relationships between them <laughs> to get back to where I'm, you know... The friend. Like, destroy their relationship so she's the main friend again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so manipulative. Has it ever happened to you, I guess? We can start there. Have you ever introduced friends or people who are, like, oh. dating now and they leave you out of something? Oh, no, no. I mean, th- this is a constant thing for me, but I, I don't think of it as a bad thing. No, no, no. Like, no, I I, <laughs> I think there are certain people that are connectors, right? And I, yeah. I, I'm told all the time that I'm in that category. And I, I, I see it and I feel it. I know it. Like... If when I look at most of my friends, a lot of them are almost all now friends, and and a lot of them are closer friends than than I am with you know specifically any interesting um, pairing. But but yeah, I, th- that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But now she's getting left out, so that's where the bad part comes. It's, she's like connecting these people, which is awesome. You can yeah. be a connector, but now they're like they're disconnecting from the connector. Yeah, I get. I mean, I don't know. I guess. I, I guess it depends on what being left out means. I mean, I see. I see all of my friends hanging out with each other. I don't think twice about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, does that I make guess sense? Like, it does make sense. I guess it depends on in what capacity. Because like I like sometimes I've been I found myself in like a trio of a relationship. So it's like me and a friend and another friend. In that, only three people. You, two people have uh, one yeah. relationship. The other two people, and then the other two people, and then all three of them together. It's like. Four different dynamics. Yeah, I think I'm. I think what I'm describing is a little bit different, actually. Now that I, because this sounds more like a friend scenario, and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, she's not. You know, she's not part of that like circle. Is That's that what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like she was like, "Here's my friends," and then it was like a four person thing, and then those other three that she said, "Hey, let's all hang out," are now hanging out without her. In the very like exaggerated case, if this isn't well, happening, I was gonna say something, but I, I fear it's gonna come off really sexist. <gasps> You want me to say it now, don't you? I was going to say it kind of jokingly anyway. Um, no. I, it, women aren't very smart. Generally, yeah. No, no, yeah, that's all. Women are not very smart, you know? No, um, no, no. no. I, I was going to say, uh, I think the dynamic between guys, generally speaking, mm-hmm. you have to always preface something. I know. So you Welcome know, to 2018. Stereo- I know. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, generally speaking... Men are taller. Generally, just on an average. <laughs> just based on the stats. That's all I mean. Fine, fine. Everyone's the same height. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's how it feels. No, no, I was, you know, from my, for, at least within the, my experience, I think that girls' friendships are a little bit different and, than, than my guy friend. Like, the reason I brought that up and said that is because, like, my advice, if I'm, if I'm trying to relate it to me, 
it'd be like because <laughs> it's about me. Well, no, no, I'm saying if I'm trying to, I'm sorry. How would I deal with? It? I'm like, yeah. Well, I, Guys, we just they're just they would just be really up they're up front. I feel like much I mean, for girls that I know, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it would be like resentment building up and then like the girls trying to like get back at each other or something like that. But with guys with the guys I've dated at least have been like very sensitive that maybe they would hold resentment too. So I guess like it depends uh, on the personality you types. Know what? I don't have a lot of sensitive guys. Well, do I? All of your friends start crying. Sorry, now I'm just now I'm just like going inward. I'm thinking I got a lot of like Alpha. Right. I guess maybe she has to be the alpha one in this situation and kind of confront someone. I'm giving the worst advice. Well, I'm also giving the worst advice because I wouldn't take it. (laughs) If you're telling me to confront someone, I'd go, uh, no, I'll wait two years and then I'll say something. And then I'll meekly reach out via text. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it's hard for me to confront people. I hate confrontation and conflict, and I will do yeah. pretty much anything to to not have that. Yeah, but that's I, yeah. not good. That's learn from me and my mistakes. If you're listening, don't do that because a you waste your own time and your own happiness if you harbor anything like that, and b it might not be a, as big of a deal as you're making it in your own mind. Hmm. I just I, I I think I've given up on this one. I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> I have got more of a caveman sort of group of friends and some <laughs> that are my close guy friends that are just like, I'm friends. Don't leave me out with cavemen. Next time, I punch you in the face. You well, know, that's, like, <laughs> that's good too because it's still being direct. Have you ever been close with someone and then just drifted apart and not said yeah, anything? And you're like, fine. That's what I'm saying. I think that like when people get older, we've realized that. That friendships come and go, but I think like the younger you are, you think a friend is forever, which is such a, like a, a nice like Toy Story thing to think. When you grow up, you realize that that's not it. People are gonna fall away from your life, uh, and you're I gonna have friends. grow. I have friends that that I've had since sixth grade. Me too. Or, sorry, six years old. But not all of them. Oh no, 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 of course not all of them. No. But like the the real ones will stay, and I think that's. Yeah, I, something I don't to know take if that's away. her concern. I mean, she's. She, her friend, these are her friends right now. That this in this moment, she wants to salvage those friendships. She wants to be a part of the group. Well, of course, right who doesn't want to be a part of something? It just feels like you're setting her up for, <laughs> like, them leaving her, and, and you, it's going to be okay. You know, it's like no. What, well, well, if they do, it is okay. <laughs> she writes at the same time. I realize that we are all falling apart, so she knows that it's going in that direction. Yeah, but I mean, you could do the best that you can and like try and set up group dates or like, Hey, let's all go out or let's go bowling or like mini, mini, what is it called? Yeah, mini golf. Mini, mini golf. Mini, oh my gosh. It's just honey. I shrunk the kids playing golf. Oh, tiny golf. Yeah. Yeah. I think set up group dates and try and salvage a relationship. But if it does feel like it's the end of the road, there will be more roads mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Great. Great advice. <laughs> Chester's, tip is who knows i'm the worst at this podcast i don't know i'll just send you to i'm just gonna keep sending people to books that's oh what would good. be a book for her then yeah think. yeah that's great what would uh a book about see here. like falling apart or new friends or um connecting people or connecting with people yeah i don't friend? know if i've read a book on friendship the best book for friendship is, is the, the sister of the traveling what's it called the sisterhood, the sisterhood of, the, of traveling the traveling pants? pants i've never read it but it's about sisterhood so that's not about friendship. The best book about friendship is The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Because it's your best friend is food? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the best book about friendship is um, oh, Goldilocks. Goldilocks. Doesn't she have friends <laughs> in it? 
The best book about friendship is Anne of Green Gables. I don't know what that is, but you know what the actual best book of friendship <laughs> is? <laughs> it's probably Harry Potter. If I was just about to say, no, but it is. there's going to be so many people who are like, it's Harry Potter. It they is. They stick together. No, it's not. It is Harry Potter. Name me a better book for friendship. The Bible. I was thinking about that too, <laughs> but you know. Um, that's the, 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 There's my book recommendation, the Bible. <gasps> have you read the entire Bible? No, no. But um, So how do you know? <laughs> you know, other people have. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm standing on those shoulders. Mm-hmm. No, maybe, maybe, um, maybe who moved my cheese um, and then just be okay with moving on in a different direction and letting those friends go. That's a long <laughs> book title. Who Moved My Cheese is a simple parable that reveals profound truths. It's an amusing and enlightening story of four characters who live in a maze and look for cheese to nourish them and make them happy. That's my same relationship with cheese. I think the best book for friendship would be um, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. I've also never read that parable. Yeah. It's, oh my God, it's a it's a beautiful little story about like, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's probably going to ask for a glass of milk. If you ask for a glass of milk, Son of a- he's probably going to need a napkin. Oh. And it's just like, it's all about like giving and like doing what you can and not expecting anything. I don't okay. like the sound of this book because it sounds like no. give an inch, take a mile. Like, yeah, I don't like this mouse. <laughs> this mouse seems really needy and not thankful. I will say, I have heard of... You also, know, I, what kind of cookie was it? Yeah, that really matters. Chocolate chip. Okay. I see why he would need it. I don't think you're supposed to feed mice chocolate. <laughs> Friendships are like plants. and uh, you have to water them. You gotta water them, yeah. And so maybe, uh, maybe she needs to do a little bit more watering. I don't know. Or get new plants. Yeah, like they always say, there's plenty of plants in the yard. <laughs> yeah? Are you ready for one more question? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so last year I was in a situationship. Almost a boyfriend, but no official title. We were dating other people. That got old and I ended things, but Time Apart helped us realize that we really did like each other. So this year we decided to be exclusive. But since dating other people was never an issue before, I'm having trouble trusting him now. Yeeks, how do I build this trust with him without being the crazy girlfriend that checks through his phone? His phone, not a frone. No one would ever check through a frone. From committed and confused. Oh my gosh. I feel like I've probably been in this situation ship yeah. before. I, I, I mean, just absolute, you know, being as communicative as possible I is, know. Like, is, is like key thing in a relationship, right? If you're always checking, okay, if you get to the point where you're checking someone's phone, I mean, you've That's lost trust completely anyway. For so, sure. So you either are going to lean back and trust or you're not in my mind. So Yeah, but even though that's like a cognizant thing that you're like, I'm going to trust him now, there's still like an inkling inside no, of, of you. So how does like how does she get over that? I feel like that won't subside until like trust is formed. You can't just be like, I trust you now. You have to no, like No hundred percent. If but if you're making a commitment with this person and you know now yeah. they're not dating other people, and we're start, and we're saying this is this is us. You don't want to focus your energy on the idea of, of this potential future where this negative thing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, focus your energy on on building the relationship, right? So yeah. So then, with that as my preface to my book, I would say <laughs> that now my book would be the five love love languages. Can't what's, speak. I'm stuttering. What's your love language? Oh, I have to go and do it again. But my um. Because, you know, they can change. I, I should take it again. But that's a fantastic book if you haven't read it and really great for relationships. I think just being aware of, of the love language that your partner speaks, mm-hmm. I think does a lot. For, I think that's huge. For, for 
Um, what are the five? It's it's um. There's it's acts phys- of service, acts of service, physical, physical touch, touch, quality time. Oh, there it is. That's my number one. Yeah. Yeah, quality time. What are the other two? Words of affirmation and receiving gifts. Mm, words of affirmation. I I think I dated someone that was words of affirmation, and quality time is amazing. I think that's that's one of mine, and then acts of service is mine too. Yeah, um, I should take it again. My second one can rotate. I think a little bit, but my number one is is quality time. Without, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean that's the yeah. best one. Yeah. I I mean I, I think because that's one of mine. But I think you're. But see, that's the best one. I but know. It might not be for for you're the right. person you're talking, and that's really important because. You know, the, you don't have to read the whole book to understand the, the basic premise here. And the, the important part of it is just recognizing that just because you feel mm-hmm. a certain, like you receive love a certain way, it doesn't mean that somebody else does. Obviously, you're going to have a tendency to try and show love by the way exactly. that you want it. That's a great book. I think what you said earlier was perfect, too, because if you guys commit and you're on the same page with like, we are going to meet each other halfway and be faithful and honest with each other both people have to be doing this if it's one-sided it's never going to work but i think that's a a great thing to keep in mind when being exclusive with someone if you had distrust with that person before you've got to bury it throw it away if you're going to embark on this new journey with them everything in the past has to be null and void yeah because you didn't have those parameters and now you do so it's going to be a completely separate situation ship if you're in it to win it Mm mm-hmm no, I agree. I, I, you have to let it go and be as communicative as possible. I mean, that's, you know. I, I know. Because you got, I think you have to check in with yourself, too. It's hard, I mean, uh, to be really, really open sometimes with someone. But, I mean, I, I, yes. I, I think I. <laughs> with everyone. Me with everyone. Yeah, right. I don't, I, I think a lot of people struggle with this more than I do. I will tell you what's on my actual mind a lot. Yeah, you're one of the most, most open people I know. Yeah, I, I think out loud a lot. I was just like, and I'll call myself out on some, you know, when I'm being irrational about something a lot of times i think that's helpful for people though you know you're like look i'll be honest with you i'm upset about this and it's because of that and i know i shouldn't be but you know and then if you talk it out with somebody you know you can kind of get to the bottom of what's really going on and and, yeah and be better at fixing it it's like showing your work in a math problem except for the problem is not math it's the relationship (laughs) but like then you can go oh i can like retrace my footsteps and see where we went wrong yeah if you communicate and without that you just blindly be saying like i don't know 28 (laughs) <laughs> no. I get the amount. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been in school. <laughs> um, have you ever been in a situation like this? Yeah. Quite often. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, me? Uh-huh. Yeah. How, how did that... Did you ever have trust again? I mean, yeah. I think that trust is obviously super important in a relationship, but I think if this one particular person... Like, he hasn't given her a reason... Mm-hmm. Not to trust him yet. Right. Maybe she's looking for it. Have you ever, like, wanted to... I mean, I guess it comes from an inkling. It's not like... We're not just making it up, but, like, women's intuition. It's mm-hmm. like, if you feel something weird and, like, the guy is lying to you about it, and you're like, I'm going to go search for it, like, you will find it. Like, if you search for anything, no, you'll yeah. find something. Yeah. I think that's what we think. We, we go, here is my conclusion, and then you make your conclusion correct a lot of times, you know? Yeah. I guess confirmation bias. Yeah, that is... Yeah, you got to be careful with it have you been in that situation Ooh. well it's if you're if you're dating someone and then you break up and then you get back together i mean i've done that and then i do have distrust for like what happened in between us so like i have had that but yeah i guess if you're getting into a relationship you got to put that aside i it's gonna be harder it would be harder for me to get past finding out that my partner kept something from me Mm. than it would be if 
that thing was, you know, a um, something that breaks the rules of the of, of the agreement we have within our relationship, whatever that may be. So if we're having a mono- we're in a monogamous relationship, you know, obviously there's some boundaries that we probably have, like um, in the world of whatever you want to call emotional cheating, whatever you want to call, you know, physical cheating. Yeah. Um, I could deal with somebody coming home and being like, this happened last night. Um, and right. like I kissed this person last night and I want to talk it out with you. That, that me getting past that mm-hmm. way more likely than me getting past finding out that I was never told about. Right. It's, it's, it's the feeling like, well, now I don't know. I'll never know when you're telling me the truth. I can't move forward from that. It's harder. It's a harder to move forward. From yeah. A hundred percent. I completely agree with that. Which boils down to being communicative. Yeah. And honest with yourself and them. Mm-hmm. So the book that you referred is The Five Love Languages. It's a great book. Or, do, or you know, also take the uh, Myers. Myers-Briggs. I think, Briggs. you know, couples taking the Myers-Briggs test is always nice. There's also that this one thing. I don't know what it's called. But it is like 21 questions to make anyone fall in love with you. 31. It was uh, oh, it an 31? article in the New York Times. About, yeah. Oh, is that right? I don't know. It's close enough that I think <laughs> it's close enough that I think that's uh, what you're referencing. And like at the very you end, both wrong. Oh, it's the 36 questions that lead to love from the New York Times. Oh, well, you just said New York Times with a different inflection. <laughs> did you say New York Times? Yes, you did. I thought you said the New York Inquirer. I wasn't listening. So- <laughs> no, no, it's from the New York Times. <laughs> no, it's from the New York Times. <laughs> this is not the old York. Um, and then 36. 36. Yep. And then mm-hmm. I guess the 36th one is like, look at each other, stare at each other, unbroken eye contact for like 10 minutes straight. It's like, it's just a staring oh, that's exercise. A, that's a different one than then. Oh, is it? Well, that's, yeah. If I, I think that list has stuff like... Like literally, like how's your relationship with your mother? Is like I think one oh, of the questions. Oh, well, yeah, I think it starts like that, and then it ends with a weird prolonged eye contact thing. Unless the guy I was taking it with just wanted to stare for a long time. Okay, that would make a that would make a great uh, YouTube. Well, that's a long. Actually, that'd make a, its own little podcast episode where you answer all thirty six. I think oh, the wow. first. I think the first one is you know, to give you a, a you know idea of what the questions are. I think it's here. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Isn't it something like um, if you could have uh, dinner with anyone? Yes. Who would it be? And and I, then, I, it's stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, the one I took. Yeah. It ends with a yeah. staring contest, an unsolicited staring contest. I don't think it does. Okay. You want to make a bet? <laughs> no. <laughs> me betting on anything, it's always going to be a no. <laughs> My dad taught me about gambling. <laughs> I One time I bought these cherry earrings, and he told me about buyer's remorse for like five years. What, what was that? What did you buy? Cherry earrings from Claire's. They're like these little dangly cherry earrings that were like twelve fifty, which is too much for earrings. And he, and he said, you're going to regret buying these? No, I bought them. And immediately as I walked out of the store, I said, oh, I don't know if I should have bought those. And he goes, Megan, that's buyer's remorse. And then I was like, what's that? And then I, every time I hear buyer's remorse, I think of those cherry earrings. Mm-hmm. And that's our show. <laughs> you should have taken that bet because staring into each other's eyes for four minutes is the last thing you're supposed oh. to do. You should wow. have taken that bet. See, Dad. Better's remorse. <laughs> Better's remorse. Chester, thank you so much. Where can we find you? I don't know. <laughs> I live in the valley. Or in the bookshop, it seems like you read enough books. <laughs> in the bookshop, yeah. You should write a book. Uh, no. Okay. If you have a sticky situation <laughs> or burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com. And be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Also, rate us five stars because I recently overpaid for a knit blanket and you need someone to tell me that it's okay. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>